Hey, you guys, I'm your host, Deanna, and welcome to the Becoming a Divine Lady podcast. Hey, ladies, and welcome and welcome back to Becoming a Divine Lady podcast. I hope that everybody is doing well. I'm having a great day so far. Like, I can't believe it that we pretty much are in the middle of January already. Time is moving by pretty quickly, but I hope that so far everybody is enjoying their New Year's and, and things are going well as they planned in the New Year. So I definitely hope that for you all. I hope that everybody was able to listen to the New Year's prayer. Based on what I can see, we did have several new listeners and new members who joined the website. So thank you to all the new listeners for giving the podcast an opportunity. And thank you to all of you who continue to listen to the podcast. Um, The support is greatly appreciated all the way around. Just a few quick reminders before we get started on today's discussion. Please head over to the website, which is www.becomingadivinelady.com to sign up for the daily devotionals that are brought to you by Faith Walker Monday through Friday. Also, make sure you download your, your free digital products. There are currently several options to choose from, but make sure you get them soon because they will not be there for much longer. And the final reminder, make sure when you're on the website, you become a member. And that's where you receive any new and upcoming exciting news that we have um, coming to you soon, okay? So, with that being said, and with the reminders out of the way, I want to go ahead and get started with today's topic, which is accountability. So, let's first start out with the definition, all right? Accountability is the fact or condition of being accountable, responsibility, and the fact of being responsible for what you do and able to give a satisfactory reason for it or the degree to which this happens, okay? So to get started, I would like to start out with the story from the Bible, which is a story that is well known. Many people have heard of it. If you haven't, I definitely recommend that you read it, but it is the story of Adam and Eve. So I'm going to start in Genesis 2 verses 4 through 9, and then I'm going to jump to Genesis 3, verses 1 through 13, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and get started with reading the verses, and I'm going to, again, start in Genesis 2, verse 4, and it says, When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, neither wild plants nor grains were grown on earth. For the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. Instead, springs came up from the ground and watered all the land. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he placed the man he had made. The Lord God made all sorts of trees growing up from the ground, trees that were beautiful and that produced delicious fruit. In the middle of the garden, he placed a tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So now I'm going to go ahead and jump to Genesis 3, verse 1. And it says, The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You 
won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the trees were beautiful and its fruit looked so delicious and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it and she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. At that moment, their eyes were opened and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Who told you that you were naked? The Lord God asked, have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? The man replied, it was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate it. Then the Lord God asked the woman, what have you done? The serpent deceived me, she replied. That's why I ate it. All right, ladies. So I wanted to talk about this story today because I believe that when it comes to accountability, we have a great example in this story, right? So as I read the story, we hear that God created man and woman um, and lots of trees that had fruit on them. He made the tree that he had specifically told Adam and Eve that he couldn't eat from, right? Now here comes the serpent asking questions, trying to figure out what's going on. And Eve answered the serpent and kind of opened the door to being deceived right then and there, right? The serpent told Eve that she would not die from the forbidden fruit. He told her that she would be like God and her eyes would be open to good and evil. So as we know, Eve took a bite of the fruit, right? She took a bite of the apple and she gave the rest to Adam. Now Eve knew that what she was doing was going against what God told her to do. And Eve made a decision to go against it, right? As well as Adam. Adam made a decision to go against it as well. But here is the part I want us to focus on right now. It says, God asked Adam, have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? And the man replied, it was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate it. Then the Lord God asked the woman, what have you done? And she said, this, well, the serpent deceived me. She replied, that's why I ate it. So both Adam and Eve did not take accountability for their actions and what they did. Neither one of them. Instead of Adam saying, yes, God, I, I have eaten the fruit. And you know what? I am sorry. Or Eve saying, yes, I ate the fruit, God, and I gave it to Adam also, which I should not have done. And I'm sorry. But instead, they blamed it on someone else or something else, right? And this is the first area that I would like to discuss a little bit more. I think that we all need to really reread this and think about how we all have done the exact same thing in life. We have done things, but it was because someone else talked us into it. Something just looked good. Or I did it because of this and that. But just having an excuse for doing Whatever it is, just like Adam and Eve did, not being personally accountable for our actions. And when something goes wrong, it's definitely somebody else's fault, right? But 
We need to know when we are personally accountable, we take ownership of situations that we are involved in. Like we will see them through and we will take responsibility for what happens, whether it's good or bad. But we have to remember that we should not always blame other people or situations if things go wrong. Instead, we we must do our best to try to make things right. Like take a look at your part in a situation again, whether it's good or bad. And we need to be honest and take a look within ourselves and come clean before God for forgiveness and restoration and healing and deliverance, right? No longer should we say because of this person or that one or this thing or that thing, like, is why we didn't do better. No, we have to be personally accountable for our own actions. Listen, when we stand in front of the Lord, guess what? God is going to be talking to us and asking us. He's not going to be saying, all right, well, where's that person that did this? They talked you into it. Let me go talk to them. No, it's going to be your actions and what you did. And you're going to be held accountable for your actions. And to be honest, I know for some people, we, we don't even know that we do this, to be honest. And that's why I say in every situation, take a look at what you have done or what you could have done. In every situation, you have a part in it. In every situation in your life, you have a part in that. So taking responsibility for our own actions is not going to always be easy. I'm not saying it. However, not owning up to our own responsibilities can have negative consequences in, in many of the areas in our lives. Like taking responsibility holds us accountable for our actions. And when we are accountable, we're able to work through our problems and address the issue that needs to be fixed. But pretending that there's nothing wrong with this or with, with our actions will cause us to end up in a vicious cycle when we continue to repeat negative behaviors simply because we don't see the need to fix anything. Another thing that I would like to talk about is Sometimes when we hear the story about Adam and Eve or any story for that matter, you would have someone say, well, if God knows everything, why did he even put the tree there in the first place? If he didn't want them to eat it or why was God surprised when he knows everything, right? You will hear some people say that or you personally may be thinking it or have heard it or whatever the case may be. But that that made me think about how in life. There are things that we go through, right? And there are times where we blame God for the things that happen to us. Or we say, God knows everything, so why would he allow this to happen to me? But that also made me think about, like, how many times have we not taken accountability for our own actions and blame God for it? Listen, in life, God gives us choices and options. He gives us that. God knows us and has a plan for our lives, absolutely. However, the enemy has a plan too. We can't forget that part. So the fact that we have choices in life, there are times when we did the exact same thing and listened to the serpent when God offered another option and we didn't take it. And for example, let's say you driving down a road, right? And you come to a dead end, but This dead end is not unfamiliar to you at all. You've been here before, right? And you can either go left or right. If you go right, it's going to be bumpy road, stop signs. It's going to be a little bit of traffic. But ultimately, at the end of the road, will be your purpose. It will be your destiny, your peace, your happiness, and you will be home. 
But if you go left, when you're looking at it, it's full-grown, beautiful trees, right? The road is smooth from the trees. It have all the worldly desires hanging and just like the material things hanging from the trees, the sun is shining brighter when you look in that direction. It looks to be a great way to go, right? But again, you're familiar and you know that the GPS is saying, no, go right, go right. Well, in this instance, the Holy Spirit is telling you, no, 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 go right, go right. But you keep looking left like, I don't know, it looks better to go left. And then you make that decision, that choice. To turn left. And you start going down that road, right? And all the things that you wanted and it seemed to be hanging from the trees, they started to turn into snakes. And they had the ability to turn it to anything. They had the, the ability to, to be like chameleons and turn it to anything to deceive you. The road starts to get darker and darker. There's no sun, there's no street lights, no road, no nothing. It's just darkness ahead. It's just, it's just darkness ahead of you. And now your phone is dead. You have no charger, no directions. You're lost. You run out of gas. All because you made a choice to make a left and go down that road. And now you're on the road and you're stuck. You're crying. You're panicking. And you call on God and you're asking God, why would he allow this to happen? Why would he allow me to make a left when he knew I should have made a right? And we're begging and pleading, God, please help get me out of this situation. I need you. I'm lost. I just want to go home. And after that, we're in a dark place, stuck cursing God, blaming God for a choice that we just made, for a decision that we just made. The point I'm trying to make is that in this scenario, we have to take accountability of what we did wrong. On what we decide to do. On which way we decide to go. Because the Holy Spirit was telling us to go right or right. And we didn't. But in these scenarios we need to repent. Repent for blaming God. Repent for making left when we knew it was not the right way. Repent for cursing God. We must repent. Then all of a sudden in this scenario... The phone turns on, it's fully charged, your car cuts back on, it's a full tank of gas, and there are lights guiding you to make a U-turn, right? Make a U-turn to go right, <laughs> to go back down the crooked path that was dark, that God has now made straight. We must repent for not taking accountability for the decisions we have made in our lives, the choices and the options that we chose in life. And stop blaming God, thinking, oh, well, God allowed it to happen to me. God, you did this. Listen, blaming God implies that he messed up and that there is fault to be found in him. And we absolutely know there is no fault in God. And when we blame God, we're judging God. Like, who are we? We're mere humans. We have no right to pass judgment on the almighty God. No right. We are his creation. He is not our creation. But the fact that we will blame God and, and think that he did something wrong in our lives, that he planned for us, but we made choices. We made decisions to go the opposite direction. We made the decision to go left when God was telling us to go right, go right, go right. 
So what does it mean to take accountability for our actions? Well, essentially, this means acknowledging the role that you play in your own life, the good parts and the bad parts. Okay, it means it means to remain truthful and take ownership of your mistakes all related to accountability rather than looking around for someone else to blame. You must accept that you are in charge of what's going on with you. Nobody else. God, of course, but other humans, absolutely not. You have the option to make decisions or choices. Don't get me wrong, other people and factors can have an influence, but you are ultimately responsible for your own actions and anything that happens within the boundaries of your control. And this means apologizing when you have done something wrong or at least acknowledge why someone may be expecting an apology from you, right? It means accepting that your own action may have led you in the situation that you're in now, whether you like it or not. But the good news is it also means that you celebrate yourself when something goes great. You first, you give all glory to God because without God, none of this is possible. Nothing is possible. So you definitely give all glory to God. Okay. Realistically, all the blessings that come into our lives is God. We did it because God helped us to do it. You know, when we accomplish things, God, God helped us. That's a blessing. But when something goes right, be proud of yourself. So we're going to stop here for today. Um, But I do want to give you some self-reflection questions to ask yourself, okay? Uh, The first question is, what does accountability mean to me? The second question is, when life doesn't go my way, do I play victim or do I become victor? The third question is, do I need to repent for blaming God for a choice or choices I have made and he had to get me out of? All right. So, ladies, I hope that this podcast made sense to you all. There are so many areas of accountability that I can touch on, but I wanted to speak on these today. I hope that I was able to bless someone. Um, Please share with any ladies that you know. Please Don't forget to head to the website, which is www.becomingadivinelady.com. All the links will be below as well. Um, When you head to the website, please sign up for the daily devotionals, download the free digital resources, and don't forget to become a member, okay? And of course, you know I would like to end in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another day. In the name of Jesus, we want to give you all the honor, all the glory, because you are King of kings and Lord of lords in the name of Jesus. You are worthy of our praise and our worship, and we are filled with awe when we think about all the great things you have done in our lives. In the name of Jesus, and not just our lives, but just in the world in general, we are just in awe of you, O God. We praise you because you are faithful and true, O God, and we know that we can always trust in you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come to you today asking for forgiveness for all of our sins in the name of Jesus. We ask that you please forgive us for not taking accountability for the choices and decisions that we have made. That was not a plan that you have created for us in the name of Jesus. We ask for forgiveness for going left. And and we knew clearly we had to go right. But we didn't have the patience to wait. And we had to go down bumpy roads and wait at stop signs. And we didn't trust that you always had us. We, so we ask for forgiveness for that in the name of Jesus. 
We ask that you please forgive us for blaming you for anything that we have ever even had a thought of something that was not you, oh God. Please forgive us if we have ever judged you in any way, oh God. Please forgive us. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our lives, oh God, in the lives of those around us. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, we ask that you would reveal yourself to us and give us new dreams and new visions in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you would respond with signs and wonders so that our lives would be signs and wonders to those around us and point them in the directions of you. We ask the other ladies who want to become divine ladies as we are becoming in the name of Jesus. Thank you that your word is true, O oh God. Lord, we pray that you will reveal to us the areas of our lives that aren't pleasing to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you that you love us enough to speak to us and point us in the right direction in the name of Jesus. Down the right road, O oh God. Thank you for straightening our paths with your kindness so that our lives is a blessing to those around us, O oh God. We ask that you please reveal to us which way we're supposed to go in the name of Jesus. Lord, we love you, we honor you, and we adore you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So, ladies, that's all we have for today. I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Bye, ladies.